Our second lesson comes from Philippians 2, 1 through 11. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete, be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was not in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We as youth come to Morningside as our second home. Morningside has open arms to every person who walks in the door. For me and many others, Morningside has been a part of our lives since we had diapers on. I went to Morningside in preschool, for preschool. Many of you listening to us speak have watched us grow up every Sunday. But this church is more than coming together every Sunday. It's about the community the church gives to us. This church provides unity for all ages, but the unity the church provides the youth is a whole other level of God's work. All the kids you are listening to today have become friends and have created relationships that are lifelong. I met my best friend sitting in the youth room years ago. The youth have traveled on mission trips and not every mission trip was to help others. Youth leaders like Emma and Drew have allowed a safe space for us to talk but what's itching about what's itching under our skin. The unity of the church is important because it's the safety net that we all can depend on. Not only does the unity of the church make such a difference, but Morningside welcomes everyone. Just like the youth group opens the doors to any youth who wants to join, but the church itself also has open doors for anyone who wants to listen. This church is built on community, and we see that through every handshake and every smile each Sunday morning. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Galatians, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Carrying each other's burdens is what we do for each, other, each member and our wider Morningside community. The church staff used to hide the candy and mints in a file cabinet in a closet by the bathrooms. <laughs> They'd use this stash to refill the, refill the bowls every week. I knew because every Sunday morning and every Sunday evening I'd go in there and I'd take one. I knew I could take one because I knew that if I was ever caught by someone, it was going to be by someone kind, someone with a heart, and someone who wouldn't judge me. I mean, think about it. If you got caught in this church taking a piece of candy from that closet down there, would you be at all afraid of the person that would judge? Can you imagine Ann Barnett or my dad or Emma or Leslie Prince or Tom Daniel judging you for at all for anything? <laughs> because I cannot. I can't even imagine feeling out of place or unwelcome here. The kindness and comfort that radiates from the people here is unlike anything I've ever been a part of. I've been thinking about it recently in this church. These people are integral in my life. 
My parents are right here, my sister, my best friends, my prom date, the people who taught me selflessness, the people who taught me about God, and the people who taught me to play poker. Thank you, Ted Fleming. And <laughs> I've grown up here for the past 12 years. I've witnessed the welcomingness of this congregation to anyone that walks through those doors. And I'm proud to say that that character has rubbed off on me and the rest of the youth and every child here today. However, I also know that once we leave the youth room or the church or fellowship, it's a lot harder to be welcoming. The constant smile and permanently opened arms can easily disappear as we go through our daily lives. At school or at work, it's easy to act with disregard or judgment. It's hard to channel this bubble of peace and bliss into stressful situations or around people you don't know. But we aren't Christians because we come to church for an hour every Sunday. We're Christians because we live our lives continuing to love all of God's children in every situation. There are so many divides among the people of this world. Class, class <laughs> ethnicity, income, race, origin, political views, social views, and religion. And let's be fair, this church doesn't necessarily encompass all types of possible people. So naturally, it's easier to be welcoming and comfortable to the people sitting in the sanctuary. But the work of benevolent Christians doesn't just happen between the cross and the front door. The most impactful place of the act of welcoming occurs is when it's hardest for you. When it's hardest to reach out a hand, when it's hardest to find common ground, when it's hardest to smile, and when it's hardest to unite. If we all worked a little harder to be inviting, if we all worked a little harder to welcome people, imagine the impact. Imagine the feeling this church, this church gives you, but extended to the world. A sense of community and the feeling of not ever being judged that exists here, but, not, but replicated at your office or at your school or at meetings. Shouldn't that be our goal? To be welcoming and inviting not just here or within this community, but all the time. It's a long stretch, I know, but imagine if this feeling of home never left us. I'm a junior in high school. Next year, I'll be moving away. I wonder when I go to college or move away, does this feeling transfer? Will I find a place where I will be welcomed no matter what? Where the people know who I am, where the people forgive and understand, and where people won't care if I steal some candy? Will there be adults in my future home that will welcome me without knowing a single thing about me? and not judge me, where someone I don't know reaches out a hand to help me, someone who's different, without my parents to set a precedent. I don't know, but I sure, ho I sure hope that we can all welcome someone like me, who will be new in a new town or place. I hope that we can all reach out a hand to someone we don't know or seemingly have nothing in common with. Because if I have any hope of finding a home when I move away, I need to see that this home exists everywhere. And that can only happen if we welcome everyone, even outside of this church. The me's of this world are going to be moving away from their homes, searching for this sense of community. No matter who it is, please give it to them. Please, when you leave here, take your welcoming, non-judgmental attitudes and use it to greet someone you don't know. Because that action, because with that action, you are extending the love of this church. And that helps everyone. And fair warning. The candy that they used to store in the file cabinet in the closet is, sadly, no longer there. 